0: You're listening to another life-transforming message from Awakened Church with campuses in San Diego and Salt Lake City. To find out more about us, go to awakenedchurch.com. com. Yeah, I mean, what I wanted to, to talk about today. I wanted to talk about the idea of not just heroes, but superheroes. Superheroes. We think about superheroes, it, it takes hero to another level. There's there's something attached to it. I asked my uh, my son Dylan who his favorite superhero was. And he said, Spider-Man. And I said, okay, why? He's like, well, because he can climb on the walls and he can shoot webs out and swing from them and he's super strong. And uh, I think, you know, ultimately we think about superheroes and, and really that is kind of the defining characteristic of a superhero is a supernatural ability, a superhuman Ability and yeah, superheroes—they're—they're they're, they're saviors. They save the day. They're victorious in the end. Maybe they stumble and fall from time to time, but but always in the end, they wind up on top. And uh, you know, in today's culture, there's there's so many superheroes out there. Who loves Marvel movies? I love Marvel movies. So much fun. And uh, I wanted to actually share with you today. There's there's actually a uh, uh, an original source. For a lot of the superheroes that are out there, you may not you may not know this, but uh, but there's this little guy by the name of Jesus who uh, who's actually a model for a lot of superheroes, and uh, I know some of you are kind of skeptical, so I'm going to prove it to you. Um, X Men, who likes X Men? Anybody? Come on, X Men, the movies, the characters. All right, so we're going to do a little exercise. I want you guys to participate with me, especially those of you who know about the x Men movies and know about the characters. All right, the first ones are going to be really easy. So I'm going to name a character, and I just want you to tell me what their superpower is. Okay, easy enough, right? All right, simple one, Wolverine. Wolverine, what else? Healing, healing, yes. Wolverine can heal himself naturally. There's tons of places in the Bible where Jesus heals. That's, that's too easy. All right, next one, Storm. What can Storm do? Control the weather. Jesus calmed the wind and the waves. He can control the weather. All right, all right. Professor Xavier. Professor Xavier. Telekinesis. you read minds. That's right. Okay, so we're gonna, I'm going to give you a scripture for this one just to make sure you believe me. Matthew 9, 4. Jesus knew what they were thinking, so he asked them, why do you have such evil thoughts in your head? He could read their minds. All right, we're going to get a little bit more challenging now. A little more challenging. Mystique. Mystique. Shapeshifting. Shape shifting. That's right. Okay. All right. So we're going to go to Mark sixteen twelve. Mark sixteen twelve. Afterward, he appeared to them in a different form. Two of his followers who were walking from Jerusalem into the country. These were people that were with him all during his ministry, and then after the resurrection, different form, different person. All right. Here we go. We're keep, There's a lot of them. I'm telling you. He's the original source for so many. Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. Teleport. Teleport. Somebody said it back there. All right. John twenty nineteen. This is getting good, huh? That Sunday evening, the disciples were meeting behind locked doors because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders. Suddenly, Jesus was standing there among them. And from that time on, whenever they were shocked, scared, or surprised, they would yell out, Jesus! (laughs) No, wait. No, it doesn't say that. I just added that in. All right, all right. Now we got a three-pack. Three-pack. Okay, three-pack. Cyclops. Laser eyes. Yeah, fire eyes. Laser eyes. Colossus. Metal skin, metal skin. All right, and here's a tough one. Banshee, Banshee. Anybody? Supersonic voice. Man, my wife is on top of this. Come on. You got to step up your Marvel game, people. All right, Daniel 10-6. Daniel 10-6. You're not going to believe this. Daniel 10-6. His body looked like a precious gem. His face flashed like lightning. His eyes flamed like torches, Cyclops. His arms and feet shone like polished bronze. And his voice roared like a vast multitude of people. Three for one, all in one voice. Come on. All right, bonus round, bonus round. I'm going to give you a a secret decoder ring. So when you're thinking about the Old Testament and you're reading it and the New Testament and you're reading it and you're wondering, okay, what is the central theme? What is the point? Here's a little decoder ring. Old Testament is Jesus concealed. You know, everything in the Old Testament is about the concealed Jesus. New Testament is Jesus revealed. Super easy. Old Testament, Jesus concealed. New Testament, Jesus revealed. So all the main characters in the Old Testament that do mighty deeds, all these things, they're a type of Jesus Christ. They're a foreshadowing, a prophecy of Jesus Christ. So Beast, Beast, he's super strong, super fast. Look no further than Samson. All right. And last one, last one, and you, you you may be thinking, there's no way, there's no way this is true. But Magneto, what's his superpower? Control metal, control metal. All right, so what I want you to do when you go home is uh, get out your phone, go down to your computer, and Google Bible scripture axe head floating. Bible scripture axe head floating. It will prove to yourself that even Jesus can control metal. So Jesus was the OG superhero. Jesus was the source of all these things. So the title of my message is X-Man. X-Man. Jesus possessed, Jesus possessed all these supernatural abilities. And uh, it's true, it's true. The world, the world steals the best stuff from the Bible and makes it their own. I do say steal because they don't give credit where credit is due, and then they profit from it. From it. And I'm going to prove it to you. Who likes Avengers? Avengers Endgame. All right, come on, come on, another great superhero movie. So spoiler alert, spoiler alert, here's the tagline for Avengers Endgame. Superhero gives life to save mankind, defeat evil, and bring back people from the dead. Hmm, where have I heard... <laughs> Superhero gives life to save mankind, defeat evil, bring people back from the dead. I think, does that sound familiar to anybody? Come on, it's Jesus. He is the superhero of superheroes. So I want to take a look today at what qualifies, what qualifies these characteristics as superheroes. There's something that each of these X-Men possess, and there's something that Jesus possessed in all of these, all of these situations that, that gives him the supernatural strength. It's the supernatural ability. And there's a term for it. It's called the X-Factor. The X Factor. All right, so we're going to start off with us as the church. And, and you may not know this, but actually as Christians, we have access to the X Factor. Did you know that? We actually have access to supernatural abilities. And I'm going to show you how. So we're going to start off with some superhero gifts. 1 Corinthians 12, 1, to 7, 1 and 7 to 11. 1 Corinthians 12, 1 and 7 to 11. It says this, Now, be, now dear brothers and sisters, Regarding your question about the special abilities, somebody say supernatural, the spirit gives us. I don't want you to misunderstand this. And then we're going to jump down to 7 to 11. 7 to 11. Here we go. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. To one person, the spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. To another, the same spirit gives a message of special knowledge. Special knowledge. Alan Walter, you did a great job today. God has given you the gift of special knowledge. He's given you the ability to, to discern something, to pick something up out of, of a situation or to look into somebody and see, like, God will give you that word of knowledge. And, um, and, and, and what I love about you also is that, um, that you're, you have the courage to say it. You know, like, because the truth is a lot of us will hear, will hear something and we'll be like, oh, that's, that's neat. And then just keep walking on, you know, like, but, but unless we, and the Bible says in that scripture that God gives us, the spirit gives us these gifts to help other people. So when God gives Alan that word of knowledge, if he didn't have the courage to, to come out and say it, then what benefit would it be to the other person? Like and and actually the truth is there wouldn't be any confirmation for Alan either, unless he steps out, unless he speaks it out. Because when you get that word of knowledge, when you hear that little voice like telling you to share something with somebody, telling you to go out and reach your hand and help somebody up, telling you to to, to give to somebody in need, unless you actually act on those things, then you don't get the confirmation of whether you were right or not. You don't get the confirmation, did I really hear from God? Was that really what he said? Is that the truth? And so what I want anybody here today, if you've been in those situations and and you feel like God has spoken to you, God has said something to you, and and maybe you didn't like pursue it at that moment. Maybe you didn't do it at the time. I want you to, to make a decision right now that, that in the future moving forward, when you hear that still small voice, when you hear that word, to act on it, to do something about it, to be bold, to be courageous like Alan and step out and, and respond to what God is saying. Because watch this, watch this. If you respond to what God is saying, he'll keep speaking to you. If you don't respond to what God is saying, then it's going to get harder and harder and harder to, one, hear that voice and even more so to move out and act on it. So love you, Alan. Great job being somebody who receives the word and does it. All right. So we're going to get back into this. Verse 9. The same spirit gives great faith to another and to someone else. The one spirit gives a gift of healing. Come on. Who would like that? Gift of healing. Come on. That's a pretty useful Ability, supernatural ability. He gives one person the power to perform miracles, another the ability to prophesy. The uh, rise of the prophets, that, uh, that our conference coming up, very specific. Uh, Pastor Juergen Leanne wanted to go after this specific gift. To, to, to One, to bring in some amazing pro- prophets, amazing speakers, to, to put that mark, out, uh, that, that mark out in front of us. Because that's really what a prophecy is. It's a target that we're shooting for. It's something to aim at. But also, the rise of the prophets in the church. That, that There's people in this room, there's some of us sitting right now that have the gift of prophecy or have a propensity for it. And it just needs to be unlocked. It just needs to be opened up. And that's why we want to focus on that for this conference. So don't miss out on that. All right, where am I? It is the one and only spirit. Wait, I skipped some. Gives one person the power to form miracles, another ability to prophesy. It gives someone else the ability to discern whether message is from the spirit of God or from another spirit. That's useful. Still, another person is given the ability to speak in unknown language, while another is given the ability to interpret what is being said. It is the one and only spirit who distributes these gifts to all. He alone decides which gift each person has had. So that was a, it was a long passage of Scripture, but it's very important because there's lots of gifts. There's a, these are the, you know, the section in the Bible called the gifts of the Spirit. There's nine gifts of the Spirit. And, um, and what, what I want to uh, highlight is the fact that, that these gifts don't belong to us. These gifts are spiritual gifts. They belong to the Holy Spirit. But in the last verse it says, he can distribute or he gives these gifts to those who need them as the need arises. And uh, it's so important, though, that we have... Uh, and understanding that they're available to us, that these gifts are accessible to us. And, uh, and, you know, but there's, there, there needs to be an activation. There needs to be something that happens to activate these gifts. And um, as we see in life, you know, maybe there's times where these gifts are activated by adversity. Maybe the, the enemy is coming against the people of God, and the Spirit will pour out these gifts to bring adverse, to, to overcome adversity. Maybe there's a, a great need. You know, maybe somebody is, is uh, dying of cancer. Maybe somebody has a debilitate, debilitating disease. Maybe There's so many opportunities where the spirit of healing is needed, where that gift of, of healing is needed. But is there somebody ready to receive it and administer it? God wants to work through people. It's his desire to give these gifts so that we can help other people. That the first use of the gift is not for us. It's for somebody else. But we have to be, be available to receive it so then we can give it. As we freely receive, we can freely give. Some of the gifts are activated by desire. You think, oh, well, how's that? Well, if you really desire something, and the Bible says if you ask and keep asking, and I think it's in the the Amplified Version, you ask and keep asking, you seek and keep seeking, you knock and keep knocking, then the answer will be received. The door will be open to you. There needs to be a persistence. There needs to be a dedication. There needs to be a drive that pushes you forward. You have to want these things. You have to desire for it. Yeah, you have to have a hunger for it. And, uh, and the spirit, when he sees the dedication in our lives for this, when he, when he sees us genuinely desiring, genuinely pressing in and wanting these things, not for ourselves, but again, to bless other people, then he can show up in a moment. He can show up in an instant. My job, my job as a pastor is, is, one, to make you aware that these gifts are available. Two, to help you access them. And three, to help you unpack them. So I'm pretty much like um, your little brother at Christmas. I'm like, Jake, presents. Look, Jake. Pre- do you, do you want, can I bring one to you? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring going a Okay, I'm going to get your present. Here you go, Jake. Oh, look, here. Okay, now, yeah, you can. No, no, let me help you unwrap. Okay, here we go. I'm going to help you unwrap it. I'm the little brother at Christmas. I want you to know that the presents are there. I want to bring you the presents, and I'm going to help you unwrap the flipping presents. So that's what we're going to do today. I'm going to give you some gifts. I'm going to point out some gifts to you, and we're going to unwrap them together, right? So access, how do we access these supernatural gifts? How do we access them? Well, part of it is a transformation. So we talked about kind of what it means to be a hero, and, uh, and and what I want to focus on now is the transformation from hero to superhero. How do we add the super to our hero? Would anybody like to add a super to your hero today? Come on, you're in the right place. And um, and I think, you know, what's what's really this is, is a combination of super and natural. Being a superhero is just a combination of super and natural. And we've already talked about, you know, who the most famous supernatural person is. But Jesus was fully God and fully man. Jesus was fully God and fully man. And that it's kind of a contradiction of terms. I mean, it's a little bit like an oxymoron. You know, how do you be fully God and fully man? Well, I want to show you. So uh, human DNA is is composed of 23... Chromosome pairs, and my wife is getting excited now because she was a biology major in college, and so she can correct me if I say anything wrong, but 23, 23 chromosome pairs, okay, so in each of those pairs, you get one chromosome from the mother and one from the father, in each of those 23, but watch this, so for, for females, the XX, and uh, there's, there's only, uh, there's actually 99.9% of all females are the, are, are the same, So you have, within a female group or a male group, you're 99.9% the same. And that's because these chromosome pairs uh, provide the general characteristics of a person that differentiates you from an animal or anything else. And so 99.9% the same. But watch this. Within a person, just recently in the last decade or so, uh, scientists were able to to map out the human genome, genome, and they found that there's over 20,000 different genes. So 23 chromosome pairs and 20, over 20,000 different genes, and that's what makes us all unique. So there's in all of these different genes, your eye color, hair color, height, everything, you know, there's so many different options within those, so it, it, it hurts my brain. I'm going to need Jake in a supercomputer to, to tell me how many actual combi- combinations there are, but the bottom line is this. Everybody who has ever lived and everybody who will ever live, they'll never be the same person. There's, there's too many permutations and combinations, so we are unique. Okay, but watch this. So, so how does that apply? So that's, that's human DNA. We know Jesus was fully God and fully man. So Jesus was born of Mary, right? Right? So he's fully man, mankind, but he was conceived by the Holy Spirit. So within each and every one of those chromosome pairs, there is natural and there's also supernatural. There's mankind and there's the spirit of God. So all of who Jesus is, is fully God. It's the binding together of God and man. Those chromosome pairs wrap wrap themselves around each other and he becomes literally fully God and fully man. Every single one of those 20,000 plus genes that Jesus had, had a portion of God and a portion of man wrapped inside it. And that's not even the best part. You guys ready for the best part? All right, I'll get to it in a minute. I want to I take this moment to honor uh, a mighty man of God. And he was a great father. He was a great dad, granddad. And uh, last month, yesterday, he went to be with his heavenly father. And uh, he and his wife, Ginger, built an amazing church and network of churches in New Mexico. And um, all of the Emerge men would know... Dr. Rob Carmen was uh, a great father in the faith, and he was a great storyteller, and he had this, this uh, amazing habit of, uh, of telling a story and getting right to the best part and then not telling you what the best part is. Over and over and over again, he would get you right there, like, ready to go, and then he'd yank it back. And it was so frustrating, but so good at the same time. So, uh, so I'll get to the best part in a minute. How do we transform from a hero to a superhero? How do we add the super to our hero? How do we access supernatural ability? I want to talk about a distinction in gifts real quick. And so this is in Romans twelve, six to eight. We talked about the, the gifts of the spirit, those nine gifts, but there's also some gifts that I want to call hero gifts. So we talked about the superhero gifts. Now we're going to talk real quick about the hero gifts. Romans 12, 6 to 8. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have the gift of showing kindness to others, do it gladly. These gifts are accessible to everybody. And, and more than just accessible to everybody, they're actually wired into us. They're wired into our DNA. It doesn't matter if you're a Christian or non-Christian. You, you have uh, access to these gifts. And now it, it does say that, that God will give you the gift to do certain things well. And so maybe you don't operate in all of these gifts well, but they're all in there in, in some level. And we definitely see there's usually like one or two of these gifts, leadership or giving or serving, that will rise to the top in each one of us. There's, there's certain kind of motivational gifts that, that are in the ins, on the inside of us. And, and if we use them and we do them well, then we actually become a hero. Like if we're, if we're fulfilling God's design for us, how he wired us to be, it's so hard. when, when um, you know for example like maybe maybe you 're not uh, like super excited about giving, you know, but you know you have to do it and, and you give and you do that thing, but it doesn 't like bring you joy it 's not something that motivates you and, and so what we should do is we should look and focus on and learn about ourselves, like what are the things that motivate me, what are the things that i 'm passionate about, what are the things that when I do it? Other people are blessed, and that brings so much joy. So we need to we need to do we do need to recognize what are our hero gifts. What are these things? These gifts, these seven motivational gifts that uh, that are the hero qualities. So that's just a quick distinction between hero available to everybody and superhero maybe not, maybe not. All right. So and, and I want to I want to show you this Matthew nineteen twenty six. Matthew 19, 26, Jesus looked at them intently. And said, humanly speaking, it is impossible. So this is me looking at you intently. (laughs) But with God, come on, read it with me. But with God, everything is possible. Everything is possible with God. Okay, possible, but how? Possible, but how? Uh, There's a beautiful story in the Bible and a beautiful relationship in the Bible where Jesus interacts with Nicodemus. And uh, if you don't know who Nicodemus is, he's a, he's a leader of the, the Sanhedrin, a, a Jewish elder. Uh, really, he was considered the teacher in Israel at the time. Everybody kind of looked to him for knowledge and instruction. And, um, and quick plug, if you've never seen the, the miniseries, The Chosen, it's a great miniseries. It beautifully portrays the interaction with Jesus and Nicodemus and, and the other disciples. So go check that out. So John 3, 3 to 6. We're going to Look at this interaction that Jesus has with Nicodemus. Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. Unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. What do you mean, Nicodemus, exclaimed Nicodemus? How can an old man go back into his mother's womb and be born again? Jesus replied, I assure you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and the Spirit. Humans can reproduce only human life, but the Holy Spirit gives birth to spiritual life. The Holy Spirit gives birth to... To spiritual life. All right, so you ready for the best part? Yeah. All right, we're going to read another scripture real quick. Acts of the Apostles, 2, 38 to 39. Acts 2, 38 to 39. Peter replied, each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This promise is to you, your children, and to those of far away. And in the footnote, it says, and in the future. So that's us. Somebody say, that's me. All who have been called by the Lord our God. All who have been called by the Lord our God. So how do you add the super to your hero? Jesus was fully God and fully man. Every chromosome in his DNA had super and natural mixed together. He was a combination. So watch this. When we are born again, when we are baptized in the Holy Spirit, Every chromosome in our body is infused with the power of the Holy Spirit. Every gene in our body is both natural and supernatural. When we give our lives to Christ, when we are born again, when we are born of water and of spirit, and I'm talking about a spiritual birth, we become superheroes. Come on. You're a superhero today. If you've given your life to Christ, if you've been baptized in the name of Jesus, and if you've repented of your sins, bam! Born again, supernatural. You become faster than a speeding bullet, able to jump over a building, more powerful than a group of Karens. No, no, than a locomotive. What do you call a group of Karens? HOA board. <laughs> I'm just. If you're in, on an HOA board here, it was just a joke. I apologize. Don't write any letters to Pastor Jurgen. When you are born again, you get the X factor. You become an X man when you're born again. You have access to the Holy Spirit. Your genes become super genes. Your your blue eyes become super blue eyes. Your hair becomes super shiny and waves in the wind whenever you go, always. Your muscles, come on, become super muscles. Yes, that's right. You have access to super genes. And, And maybe you don't believe me, so I did some research and uh, my wife confirmed this as well. Some women, some women, some ladies, right now, have a rare super color vision called tetrachromacy, which is linked to the X chromosome, not the Y. Men are XY, ladies are XX. These women can see 100 million shades of color. That's hundred times more than any guy in this room. That explains it exactly. So whenever she tells you that doesn't match, guys, just believe her. Maybe she's, especially if she's born again, she's got that superpower. A 100 million shades of color. But there are some side effects. There are some side effects I have to make you aware of. Some good, some good. Maybe when you're born again, all your acne disappears. Hey, super genes, come on. Maybe when you're born again, you won't need glasses anymore. I'm saying results may vary from person to person. But, but what I do know is that your senses will be different. Your senses will be different. You will feel the presence of the Holy Spirit when you're born again. If you're not born again, then, then you don't have access to the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, it's good that I should go so that I can send you the helper. That is the Holy Spirit. When you're born again, your senses will be different. So what does that mean? You, you, you will hear and see things differently. What? When you're born again, you will hear and see things differently. Why? Because you're both fully God and fully man now. Well, we're not fully God. You know what I mean. You have super and natural together in your body. Your genes are super genes. So there's things that we see There's things that we watch and listen to and hear that the Holy Spirit doesn't like. There's people that we hang around that, that it, was, it was fine, it was easy to hang around them before we're born again, but now all of a sudden when we hang around them, we get this kind of creepy, crawly, icky feeling all over us. And, and there's situations we find ourselves in that, that when we're born again, like, ah, I don't really want to be here. Like, what is that? I was fine before, but now for some reason, that's, that's the Holy Spirit speaking in your genes. That's the Holy Spirit leading you and telling you that there's certain things that grieve Him. There's certain things that the Holy Spirit doesn't want to be around. And so, us being born again, us being infused with the power of the Holy Spirit, us being superheroes, we don't want to be around it anymore. And so, watch this. Watch this. If you continue to hang around those things, if you continue to watch those things, if you continue to listen to those things, then the Holy Spirit is not going to be around. Now, it does not mean that you're not saved. I'm not saying that. You are still saved. You're still going to heaven. You confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Believe it in your heart. Set it with your mouth. You're going to heaven. Okay? So, good. Got that clear. But... The power, the gifts, the Holy Spirit, you are super to your hero, You're super to your natural, you won't have access to that if you continually, continually neglect and push away the word and the leading of the Holy Spirit. So if you want to be a superhero and stay in those superhero powers, then you have to learn to listen to the Holy Spirit and you have to understand that as you are a new creation, that there are some things that are going to change. There are some feelings in you that are going to be a little bit different. Like with uh, another great superhero quote, well, it's really uh, Uncle Ben from Spider-Man, he says, "With great power comes great responsibility. With great power comes great responsibility." But hang on a second, that sounds a little bit familiar. luke 1248 luke 1248. <laughs> but someone who does not know. And then some, something and does something wrong will be punished lightly. So do not know, do something wrong, punish lightly. When someone has been given much, much will be required in return. And when someone has been entrusted with much, even more will be required. See, Hollywood just steals all their best stuff from the Bible. One of the, one of the things that, that a lot of people ask, especially born again, new Christians, or even Christians for a long time, they ask this question, what is God's will for me? Anybody ever ever thought that, wondered that? What is, what is God's will for my life? I want to look at Romans 12, 1 to 2. Romans 12, 1 to 2, because we're coming to a close. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you, give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. And watch this. This is important. This is truly the way to worship him. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't, go, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Super genes. He's changing your thought process. He's changing. He's rewiring you. You're actually becoming a, a new creation. He's renewing your mind so that when you're born again, when you're walking with God, when you have the Holy Spirit in your life, you'll think differently. You'll act differently. And watch this. Then you will learn to know God's will for you which is good and pleasing and perfect. So if you've ever wondered, what is, what is God's will for my life? What, it, what is God's will for me? We all have to walk this out. We all have to work it out. And just like in the movies, whenever, whenever somebody is, is given a superpower Whenever they first discover what this supernatural ability is, you, you look at all the, the origin stories, all the, the origin story movies for all the X-Men and, and the other superheroes out there. They have to work it out. They have to discover how to control their superpower. They have to discover when they should use it, when they shouldn't use it, how to use it, what they need to do. We have to do the same thing. When, when the, the super is put on our natural, when, when our genes become superhuman ability genes, we have to learn to control that. We have to learn to use it. And it's not just—it's not just us. It's not just like something that okay, yeah, it makes sense. No, it's actually modeled. Jesus did this in the Bible, because he was born of man. He spent thirty years just living a normal life. He spent thirty years growing up, learning from his parents, learning the word of God, studying scripture. He spent thirty years walking out life just like we did—thirty years of natural living—and then something happened. He was baptized. He was baptized in water and he was baptized by the Holy Spirit. the Holy Spirit descended on him when John the, uh, John baptized him in the water and uh, and that started that launched out three years of supernatural ministry so even G- even Jesus thirty years of natural living thirty years of natural life and then three years of supernatural ministry. so we need to learn to listen and respond to the Holy Spirit what is the Holy Spirit saying as he distributes the gift these gifts to us, as the need arises, as we make ourselves available for him, as we dedicate our lives to pursuing his will, not ours, as we work out these things, the gifts that he puts back on us, we need to make ourselves a blank canvas for the Holy Spirit. We need to make ourselves blank, and he's going to, he's going to paint on there this beautiful work of art that's going to bless other people, other people. He's going to create masterpiece after masterpiece after masterpiece in your life. For the, for the benefit, for the enjoyment, for the blessing of other people. But when you do that, when you open up your life to the Holy Spirit, when you allow him to, to come in and do his work in you, you are gonna be blessed. You are gonna be uplifted. You're gonna experience a joy like you've never felt before. When we, when we take the leap from hero to superhero, when we, when we accept Jesus Christ as our, our savior, when we're baptized in the spirit of Christ, we make our whole lives this blank canvas to him. And from time to time, all of us do it. We, we, we want to take back the brush. We want to start, you know, pick it back up and, and kind of chart our own course or paint our own picture. And that's part of the super and the natural that's working in us. That's part of, of who we are as person and as, as a supernatural son and daughter of God. So what I want to do today is I want to I pray for us, you know, two groups of people. I want to pray for you, if uh, if you've never given your life to Christ, if you've never made that decision, that is the most important decision that you'll ever make, to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. That when you give your life to Him, you have access to these supernatural abilities. And then also I want to pray for us, if if we have done that, if we've made that decision to give our life to Christ, and we've, we've opened up the door, we've opened up access to the Holy Spirit, but we, we felt like maybe we've never really... We never really worked out these supernatural gifts. We never really worked out these spiritual gifts or we never applied them to our lives. I want to give you the opportunity to receive that today, to receive receive a, a commission. You know, an assignment to go out and to to dedicate yourself to pursuing it. Dedicate yourself to pursuing these gifts for the benefit of everybody. Everybody's going to benefit if you get that gift that God has assigned to you. If you open yourself up so the Holy Spirit can paint his picture on your life, then everybody is going to win. So right now, if we can all close our eyes, bow our heads. I want to pray for you. If you've never given your life to Jesus Christ, if you want access to these supernatural gifts, if you want to, want to add a super to your hero, then I'd love to pray for you. If that's you, would you raise your hand right now? I'd love to pray for you. See who you are. Who are those ones? See that hand. God bless you. See that hand. God bless you. Who else is there? You want to add a super to your natural? You want to give your life to Jesus Christ? You want access to these gifts? Anybody else today? The Holy Spirit is speaking to you right now. Tugging on your heart. Maybe there's a rustle going on in, in your mind. So just for a moment, I'd like for you to, to quiet your mind. Just listen to your heart. Another hand there. God bless you. See that hand. So proud of you. Anyone else? See that hand. God bless you, sir. Thank you. Is there else here today? I want to close up and, and pray, but I don't want to miss this moment, and I don't want you to miss this moment. To make your genes super jeans to make your life a super life for Jesus Christ. Why don't we do this right now? Everybody here, we're going to say these words. Just repeat after me, especially those of you that lifted up their hands. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for being a good dad, for being there for me. Even when I didn't see it, I know you're there. God, I thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ to die for my sins. I repent of my sins and I give my life to Jesus Christ. I thank you that I am baptized in the Spirit, that I have access to supernatural gifts and I will work them out in my life in a way that honors you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our locations, team, and what we do here at Awakened Church, go to AwakenChurch.com.